We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. The Oracle Network. Welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today are Kayla and Lexi from the A Little Wicked podcast. And before we begin, I'd like to give them both the opportunity to tell us a little more about themselves and their show before we start the game. Hi, I'm Kayla. And I'm Lexi. This show started last summer and Lexi joined a couple months ago and we cover true crime stuff like unsolved murders, serial killers, lesser known stuff like that. And Lexi, you want to give, you know, <laughs> a little bit about like the nightmarish <laughs> things <laughs> you cover. Is that my assignment? It is. Yeah. I would say, Kayla, I feel like you're very good at finding like the true crime, the cults, the conspiracies. You're really good at finding cannibals. Very good. Whether you're intending to or not, they I'm simply not. find you. I'm more of your cryptid, urban legend, and weird internet rabbit holes host, for lack of a better way to describe it. What was our more popular episode? The Backrooms, where we oh, warned everybody rooms. not to drink mm-hmm. the carpet water. Oh, yes. Ew. Yeah, not that's the reaction dear. we got. Yeah. The not dear. Oh, we had on my other show, Pineapple Pizza, we had Brad from the Doomsday podcast on and he talked about the not dear. And I was like, oh my God, nightmare fuel. Oh, they're like, so creepy. And mm-hmm. after the podcast, a mutual friend of Kayla and I texted us and was like, oh, there's a not dear where I live. I've seen it like eight times. And we were like, you what? She lives five minutes from me. I just want to throw <laughs> that out there. Oh, <laughs> so there's a not I dear where doubt you it. live Probably. Too. It's West Virginia. It's in your backyard right now. Probably. <laughs> it's got human hands. It's just like me. <laughs> it takes the hooves off like the episode in, what was that, Adventure Time? <laughs> just pulls its hooves off and starts shaking its fingers. Where I live, I've seen like raccoons come in and out of the sewers, deer in the middle of the street. One of them is probably not deer living in the sewers. So It just they, crawls out with well. the raccoons and mm-hmm. chills with them. They, they adopted it. He was like, I can wash my hands too. Watch this. Me. <laughs> I uh, like you see I'm I'm out here I'm out here in Maryland on the eastern shore so if any if we have a cryptid it's probably like a crab like a sentient crab the crab man crab man <laughs> old bay man that's Lobster I don't know if that's bill. how you is that how you get rid of him or how you attract him is you instead of a circle of salt it's like a circle of old bay that you sprinkle around the house I think that keeps you safe from from lobster bill. <laughs> You just keep like sticks of butter outside your house mm-hmm. and he's like, no, not the butter. <laughs> runs away. I can say that I keep running into mutilated birds on my way to and from work in Baltimore. That's kind of weird. I don't have oh, enough to do an creepy. episode on it, but it's kind of creepy. I don't, creepy. I don't enjoy it. I wouldn't either. That doesn't sound like a good time. All right. Well, I have a couple questions to ask you ladies. So first up, can you tell our listeners how the two of you met one another? Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. that was so quick it's like you knew i was gonna ask it it's actually a lot more boring than that we met at work (laughs) 
She asked me what my sign was, and I said yield. <laughs> and she was like, I found my person. <laughs> ooh, ooh. And I said, I said, this is Pittsburgh, baby. I'm not using turn signals to merge into your lane. <laughs> but we used to work together until she abandoned and went to Maryland. I'm sorry. It's I moved right. for love. It's forgivable. It's a, it's a tale as old as time, right? <laughs> so what inspired you guys to start your show? So I started it last summer because um, I would listen to a true crime podcast. I'm like, oh, this, this seems like it could be fun. Mm-hmm. And then the rabbit hole started there. And then <laughs> I originally, my co-host was my friend Ashley. Some things came up in her life and she can no longer do the podcast. So Lexi volunteered and she just kind of stuck around ever since. <laughs> she started as a special guest and she's like, hey, I have more. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I had a list of like, I don't even know. It's a running list of like 15 now at this point. I'm like, I didn't know how many I'd need. So here's my huge list. But I loved it. It was super doable. I've always kind of been into like creepy stuff. Like I listen to like hour long readings of like reddit stories that are like okay reddit what's the creepiest paranormal experience that you've ever had in your life but it's like an hour long and like that's what i clean the house to so (laughs) joining onto this podcast was perfect because i would just throw the weirdest things at kayla like i'd be like you ever heard of the monogal and have you ever heard of ever dream this man and what about the back rooms how about the not deer and she's just like uh go for it go crazy go stupid (laughs) it's the slit mouth woman for me though that one was that one was a lot uh, of yes. fun. I, personally, I, I, need to do a, I need to do a side episode on the toilet ghosts. Yes. Like the Kappa. The Kappa are pretty gross. Is that another toilet ghost? I don't know about that one. Kappa is, yeah, that's like the turtle guy that they like to eat intestines and stuff. And they like to go into toilets and like suck it out of your butt. I smell a new episode by the look on Exo's face. I have a friend of mine who has this phobia that a frog will be in her toilet and will like touch her butt. Like with its like like ET, like with its tiny little little foot. Like with its little flipper. And like she brings it up all the time. I send her a picture of one of my frogs. She's like, it's hiding in your toilet and it's gonna slap your ass. So like I can't wait to give her a brand new horrible phobia of the turtle ghost that sucks your butt out of your butt. Yep. I'd rather a frog like tickle my butt cheek than like a, a turtle launch cr- it. <laughs> you know, they're like yeah. sticky. Like I would worry that the frog would like stay stuck to you. Like you sit up and the frog is like, where are we going? And you're like, oh, God, how would you get there? <laughs> All right. So you kind of have addressed my other question, which is your show covers both true crime and like sort of paranormal slash creepypasta type of cases. Can you guys tell me what's one true crime story that got you interested in the genre? And what's one paranormal story that got you interested in the genre? It's a twofer. <sighs> that's oh, a, I, that's I a gotta hard go one. Back for this one. Honestly, probably when I was a teenager, first hearing about the haunting in Connecticut case, and this was like years before they made the actual movie. I thought the movie, the fiction series, was fantastic. But I think I heard about it on an episode of like a haunting that happened to be on on like Discovery Channel. Mm -hmm. That is probably what got me into like paranormal and ghost hunting and just interest in that kind of thing. As far as true crime, that's a tough one. Like, I don't know if I remember like my first 
true crime case. I will say one that hooked me in with the podcast was the Slenderman stabbings. Oh, I was yeah. definitely mm-hmm. into it before that. But researching that episode for the podcast was when I was like, I'm going to be doing this a while. Yeah. I think for me, like for the true crime part, I had to think about it. But thinking back was, um, I can't remember what the movie was called, but it was about, it's like late, mid 2000s, Countess Elizabeth Batory. Like the mm-hmm. movie where like, she's in a video game and like, if you die in the video game is how she kills you in life. Mm-hmm. Stay alive. I think that's what it is. Stay alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like as a teenager, like looking into her and then finding true crime books in stores, it just kind of went off from there. As for the paranormal Growing up, my house was haunted. So, like, I didn't really have a choice. I was force-fed it. So <laughs> it, was, it was Mr. Curtis that got it was you Mr. into Curtis. it. Mr. Curtis. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Curtis. <laughs> Doesn't he still live at your mom's house? He does. He does. He's, does he pay he's rent? Calmed down. No, no. Oh. It's hard to make money when you're a specter, I think. Yeah. The job market's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Grim Reaper is probably a saturated market. <laughs> probably is, yeah. I also grew up in a haunted house, so I feel you. I feel you on that one. Uh, my town, one of the towns I grew up in was rumored to be haunted, and I definitely had some weird experiences. And I'm just trying to rack my brain to figure out whether that was before or after I learned about the Haunting in Connecticut series. I think it might have been before. I think it might have been before the case. This is what happens. This is what happens if you grow up in a haunted place. You make a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's endless entertainment. Do you like listening to stories about serial killers, unsolved mysteries? How about a cult or two? And what about those lesser known serial killers? Or how about the legend of a cryptid that will surely keep you up at night? And I know you'll love a good conspiracy theory because who doesn't? Join me, Kayla, as my co-host Lexi and I tell you stories that will keep you coming back for more on our show, A Little Wicked. You can find A Little Wicked on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. Check out our website, alittlewickedpodcast.webador.com, and our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all under, you guessed it, A Little Wicked. We can't wait to tell you our stories. I have no more questions. Are you ladies ready to start the game? Born ready. Yes. Sweet. All right, Kayla. Your first term is, I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Enthusiamuzzy. There we go. I had to like, enthusiamuzzy. Can I get it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to say it without giving it away. Going back to my spelling bee days. <laughs> enthusiamuzzy. <laughs> it sounds like someone that gets very excited about things. Maybe excited about like childish things or things that shouldn't really be that exciting like am i like i might be an enthusiasm <laughs> i that's what it's what it sounds like to me you're basically there it's a satirical reference to enthusiasm so you basically got it yeah yay yay <laughs> oh so like it like i'm trying to think of how i would use like a satirical reference to enthusiasm like basically like the victorian version of like don't all jump at once like when nobody yeah. volunteers for something yeah. i'm going to pepper this into my work meetings there you go. I'm so enthusiastic muzzy by that email. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> You're right on that. Yes, we... we <laughs> I was just going to say, yes, we should color code the Excel sheets. What an enthusiastic muzzy idea. <laughs> Slow clap. All right, Lexi, your first term is nap one's bib. Nap one's bib. 
Um, it almost sounds like, like, I want to say like falling asleep at the dinner table, you know, like a baby taking a nap on their bib. Like that's what I want it to mean. And I have a feeling it's not that at all, but I'm going to go with falling asleep at the dinner table. Nap one's bib means to cry or shed tears or to carry one's point. But I think it just means like to cry or shed tears. Oh, I do that at work, like on the daily. So (laughs) that's fine. My boss would be like, what are you doing, Kayla? I'm napping my bib. (laughs) (laughs) What? You can't sleep on company time. I was far off with falling asleep. (laughs) With falling asleep at the dinner table. (laughs) Okay, Kayla. Your second term is braggadocio. Braggadocio. Sounds very 90s. Braggadocio, dude. I feel like Austin Powers saying it. Braggadocio, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do I make you braggadocious? (laughs) 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 Braggadocious like animal. Okay, I got to guess what this means. Release the laser. <laughs> oh, okay. Braggadocious, braggadocious. Um, somebody who is very pompous, very Ooh. braggy, very full of themselves. My final answer. Okay. Braggadocio is a three-month imprisonment as a okay. reputed thief or old offender. Oh, yeah. No, I was wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it's like three months in prison. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was an adjective, like you were, Kayla, like, yeah. oh, he's super, he's a braggadocio, you know. It's <laughs> not thinking prison sentence. No. I know. And I was like, is that like a prison term you're supposed to brag about? Like, I only got three months. years. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, suckers. <laughs> Skip out I'm of out. prison. <laughs> Peace. All right. Lexi. Your second term is Adam's Ale. Adam's Ale. A-L-E. I'm going to guess it's mead because, you know, Adam's, if we're thinking of the biblical Adam, he ate the apple and ale would be alcohol made from apples, which is mead. Mead's usually made from like apples and honey. So I'm going to go with mead. You're on the right track. It's actually water. Oh. (laughs) Still a liquid. It's still a liquid. Oh, water. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. I was I was thinking alcohol, but yeah, I guess I guess Adam do be drinking water too. <laughs> this water is delicious. It's super choice. Thanks God. Your best one yet. <laughs> Doesn't taste like sin. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Would drink again. <laughs> He's just sprinkling a little salt on the edge of the riverbank before sipping it up. Where'd you get that salt? I don't know. Not by the snake, Eve. Not, this, not by a snake. A, a lizard did not give this to me. It didn't. Don't worry don't. about it. And a little baggie. That's just my silly little secret. I like to think that spice dealers were a thing. Like they just open their coat. And they've got little dime bags of like saffron and poppy seeds. And like, hey, kid, there should be a Victorian slang term for somebody that does that. Like spice monger. Spice monger. Would you like some mugwort? <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> Tea, but it makes you hallucinate. <laughs> yes, please. Would you like some belladonna? Why, yes. Yes. Yes, I would. Well, I would like to thank Kayla and Lexi for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramp Word? And before we go, can you please tell our listeners where they can find you on social media? 
So you can find us on Twitter at a little wicked pod on Instagram, little wicked podcast. We have a Facebook as well, like a Facebook page and group, a little wicked, a true crime podcast group, uh, where we share, you know, just your run of the mill, true crime memes, funny stuff like that. Just to get everybody talking. Um, mm-hmm. We also have a website, a little wicked podcast dot where we post all of our links to small businesses that we work with. Oh, cool. And there's a link for our Discord. There's like two people on Discord. One of them is me. And <laughs> oh, okay. I actually don't think I've joined that yet. So no, you haven't. Me. It's, 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 it's quiet in there. <laughs> you should join that. Soon there will be Pretty three. But we also have a separate tab of like where we post all of our missing cases, people that we missing people's cases that we discuss um, and everything like that. So uh, you can find us just about anything. Awesome. Sweet. Well, on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.